Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your co-host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, along with superstar, rock star co-host, Dr. Chris Demzar. Yeah, happy to be here. Fired up on the Saturday to be here, Dr. Ernst. I you really know, I think, I think some of our energy comes from the fact that we just had a webinar this morning. Yes. And it was on diabetes, and we had hundreds of people online. You know, I've been up since 5 a.m. getting prepped and ready for a 10 a.m. webinar then we come straight to the studio to do the show right. and just having fun, right? right? Now, today's topic is going to be controversial. We're going to ruffle feathers. We might even get some unsubscribers from our channels. Like yep. you might be like, I'm never watching this show ever again. When we say to you, do you identify as healthy even though you're not? And what I mean by that is, guys, like, it's just getting so bad today. Women's Health Magazine, the stuff in here is just so controversial. Yep. Men's Health Magazine is even worse. And what I mean by that is they're now making an unhealthy body healthy. Right. Here's what I mean by that. There are photos in here that are a little graphic. A little bit. Because what does it say on the front? Read, read that section well, right there. So special report. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very special report. That real guys that are really naked have a real talk about their bodies. So notice the front is Zac Efron. And, you know, both he, men and women. Woo, yeah. Zac he's Efron. Been, he's been the epitome of health in the And Hollywood what is he doing? What is he doing? You can now. see his biceps. He's holding some sort of smoke grenade. So, and it says up here, like, Zach Efron, the hustle, the muscle, and his wild ride. So, ooh, I got to figure out what that is for health. Then I see Brad Pitt's Fight Club Physique Explained. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so see, notice fitness. If you're healthy, you look like Zach Efron. You can hold smoke grenades, and you can be real about your body when it's naked. Right. That's what this one's saying. Well, and even when you start to look through a lot of the words and a lot of the articles within these magazines, you recognize that it's not about actually being healthy. It's about the image. The image. Health oh, is there you go. the image. Do you look healthy? Yes. Do you smell healthy? And look, I guarantee you there's cologne ads in here because I can already oh smell gosh. the cologne coming off of one of them. Page There it is. Three, Do you guys. see it? Do you smell healthy? And it's so thick, so it's Do so you eat healthy? Do you appear healthy? Now, now, notice. What's the difference in the women's magazines, okay? This is a model. 
and probably an actress. I'd have never heard of this lady, but Alexandria, Alexandra Daddario. Daddario. I have no idea. Apparently, who she, she is. has superpowers, and it looks like her superpower is being able to put on makeup. Okay, and then That's in the bottom the corner, it says, "Go slow to speed up your results." The fitness method that works wonders. There is some truth to this where you need to do a slow rep and a slow decline because this whole idea of like super fast reps real fast, like, you know, back in the Arnold Schwarzenegger era, it works, but we've also realized that slow tear is also just as good. There's some truth to that. There is truth. But yeah. I guarantee you, what are we going to find in here? Fitness and mm -hmm. perfumes yes. and, and imagery of health. food that is supposed to be healthy. Yes, so whether it's a person or so food. Let, let's just go, go real quick though. Here, here's the problem. See, now I'm going to start ruffling feathers. This is a model that says she is a content creator and curve model. Now, I'm not going to say this, but she has a lot of curves, but they're not the kind of curves you expect to see on a model. Right. So, And I'm saying this with love. This woman is overweight, she is obese, and she is a model. Now, is there anything wrong with that? No. no but the problem is, is they're starting to identify this as being healthy. Yes. Now, show them the page that is censor, warning, this is not nudity, but it's yes. awfully close to it because it's real guys who are real naked talking about their real bodies. But what's interesting is this guy is the founder of the Slow AF Running Club. And I'll let you figure out what, what AF, AF stands is. for. Can you believe it? Keep going. And, uh, and it uh, says that he is him. now identifying himself Ready? as being sexy. And he's being portrayed in a health magazine as, guys, that's okay. If you want to join the slow running club, I'm leaving the expletives out, then you can meet up with this guy and he'll teach you how to be healthy. Now, the challenge is the next guy looks like a Giorgio Armani model. Yep. And he's like, well, I'm also healthy. Now, watch this. The guy before this, you know, like average American, he's got a gut and he's got, you know, his lines and stuff like that. And then watch this. The guy before that, though, right, he's a little bit uh, not so much in the nature of what you would expect healthy to look like. Right. Why am I pointing this out? They are downgrading the view of health to be whatever you think healthy is. Yes. So watch this. Ready? Dr. Chris, uh, I'm morbidly obese. I take four medications. I'm 52 years old, and uh, I'm healthy because I say I am. Now, am I healthy? No, we know that you're not. But but that's but, offensive and racist and derogatory right. and against the culture of today. That's right. I think I'm healthy. That's you're right. supposed to agree with me. Well, thank you for sharing your opinion, but I don't have to agree with your opinion of yourself. But I am healthy. I would disagree with that. So, see, we've got this problem, guys. And let me show you why this is well, such a big deal when it comes to health. We know. Here's the problem. We know it doesn't work. We yeah. ourselves are saying our healthcare system is broken, yet we're blindly following this like we salivate over it and the other problem with this is what is half the stuff inside of here they're commercials for drugs where was it there was a psoriasis one i saw in here somewhere i'm gonna miss it see we're live so give me a moment and you're gonna hear the, the pages ruffling and, and in men's, it's so easy to find all the... Uh, was it in yours? There was um, one in here. Like half these things. Well, first of all, this is all beauty stuff and makeup. There it is. Look at that. Right? Two-page ad in a national magazine. Any idea how much that costs Gosh, for this pharmaceutical company to say, you're supposed to look healthy. Your skin should be clear. Women, do you think they have psoriasis ads inside the men's magazines? No. They're going to have things in here about what? There's one. What's this for? Eczema treatment. 
Oh, maybe they do. Issues. Notice they do. Yep. Right. But it's not psoriasis. It's, it's, so look, you need to look healthy. You need to act healthy. You need to put on your makeup. You need to be like these supermodels and, you know, do your exercises the way we tell you to. Timing is everything. But here's the problem. Okay. None of this is health. Could you be a vegan and still end up with cancer, heart disease, and diabetes? Absolutely. Could you, you be a front man that stinks? Close that. I can smell that from well, a mile away. And can I just say really quick that it says an, a new refillable parfum. Which, if you listen to any of the shows that we've done before where we've talked about the yeah. toxic chemicals that are being put on your body, guess what? Parfum's on that list. But yet here in a men's health magazine, okay, I do have the men's health, they're advertising for this new parfum that you should be using. That's why. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. We know <laughs> that you know that healthcare is failing. Okay. We've been in practice combined, what, almost 20 something plus years. Yep. And here's the challenge. Ready? Everyone comes to us going, oh, God, I know this stuff doesn't work. Okay. I've been working out like they say to, and it's not working. I've been eating like they say to watch this. I think there was somewhere in here. It was like, there were some uh, recipes. It was a BLT burger thing. Like, extra bready. It? It yeah. Extra bready. I saw it. Anyway, it was like, this is what a healthy food item looks like. I'm not going to find it. Anyway, the th idea is this. You follow men's and women's health food recommendations, fitness recommendations, and you don't get healthy and you get frustrated. And then you go to your doctor. And now here's the biggest problem. They define health differently than what it really is. Yes. Can you give us from memory what the definition of health is from the World Health Organization? It is the, it's the physical, social, and mental well-being or state of physical, mental, and social well-being and not just the absence of absence of disease or infirmity. Nice. Okay. Nailed it. Okay. But hold on. Let's break this apart. Not just being free from disease, defect, or infirmity. Meaning, could I be non-diagnosed with a condition and still be unhealthy? Yes. Yes. Does it mean that I could have no pain and be unhealthy? Absolutely. That's a big one. Does it mean that I'm taking medications thinking I'm healthy and therefore I'm healthy? Yes, because that's the majority of America right now. So it's all about how you identify your health. Yep. Now, what we want to do today is give you what we believe is the true definition of an identifiable health that works because currently our system is failing. The U.S. is the fattest nation in the entire world. We didn't make the 20 top 20 list of healthcare. We have more doctors, more drugs, more healthcare, yet we're so sick because we are looking at health the wrong way. Right. And if you're somebody right now listening and you're like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I know I'm not well. I take four medications. I have two diseases I want to get rid of. I'm 55 pounds overweight and I've done everything right. Help me, help me. Guess what? Right now we're doing something special. How much is the average consultation with a physician today? Like if you had to pay to go have 15 minutes with the doctor, how much? Yeah, it's going to be hundreds of dollars. I was going to say 200 bucks. Yeah. And even like with a copay, maybe 50, 60, okay, 75. Yes. If, if there's no, you're right. The cost itself. The but component. for this person watching us to call their MD and say, can I come in and talk to you for 15 minutes? Mm -hmm. 50, 60, 75 bucks. Right. Guys, we're doing this for free. Okay, ready? Here's what you do. Pick up your phone, open your messaging app and type 704-906-2094. And then you send your name and your email and watch. Our team is going to connect you with whoever you need to talk to. If it's a nutrition question, we have nutritionists. If it's a physical question, I've got back pain, neck pain, my legs are numb, I can't feel my face, etc. We have neurologists, we have chiropractic neurologists, we have chiropractors, we have 
uh, functional physicians. We have holistic doctors. Yep. Here's the thing. We're going to connect you with who can answer your question the best. Now, if you have a condition that's like I'm five medications in and I'm chronically sick and I need severe help, you're going to probably talk to me. If you have something like I have raging headaches, I have constant sciatica, my back is hurting like crazy, you're going to talk to Dr. Chris. That's right. If you're like, I've been working out like mad and I became a vegan and I can't seem to lose weight, you might talk to some of our nutritionists, okay? But we need to know who you are. And the number one thing that's frustrating to me is I get emails after these, these things finish yep. and they're like, oh, how do I connect with you? How do I get in touch with you? Pick up the phone right now. Text yeah, 704-906-2094. We have call times that we have carved out over the next week or so. We mm -hmm. will call you. And we're going to do it like this. All right, so uh, let's role play. Okay? Sure. You're the person who just texted in. Yeah. My office manager sent you a link. You picked now at the today's time. Great. And I go ring, 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 and you answer. Hey, Dr. Ernst, how you doing? Hey, great. Listen, uh, I've got 15 minutes, so I want to make this effective and yet something really, really good for you. What do you need help from? Yeah, I've just been really struggling. I've been told I'm a raging diabetic and I've been taking medications for the last three or four years, haven't had much changes, and I thought I was going to get to get off all this medication. And I just see myself getting increasing weight and I'm less active and I'm less happy than I used to be. Can you help me? You know, so two things, yes, but I'm hearing a lot of frustration in your voice. Absolutely. This was supposed to be something that was supposed to get resolved and it yeah. didn't. So A, I hear your frustration. The answer to your question is yes. Uh, we've had close to 40,000 people that's been in drug clinics over the last you know, 15 years. Wow. Um, our success rates with type 2 diabetes is somewhere between the 90, 95% range. I don't know yet because I, no, I have no clue about your numbers. Can I ask you a couple questions real quick? Yeah, absolutely. What is your fasting sugar in the morning? Um, I, last time I checked, it was above 100. Okay, and do you, have you had a blood test with an A1C or any sort of, uh, I'll call it diabetes testing? Yeah, I did my the the medical doctor did my A1C back before I was put on the medication. Do you, was, do you remember the number? I was up chance? in the up in the eights somewhere. Wow, eight! Did yes. they actually tell you what A1C means? I just know that it's like the average of how my blood sugar is doing. Okay, so that's not quite a hundred percent the truth. It's the percentage of your red blood cells that are no longer effective with carrying oxygen because they're coated in sugar like a donut. Oh wow! So eight percent of your blood is no longer working. Are you okay with that? No. Okay, so do do you know why you're a diabetic? I was just told it's just because I'm eating unhealthy and I just must have been eating unhealthy for too long of a time. Well, I thought you told me that you've already done that. You changed your diet. Well, you yeah, I did. And I thought I was going to make more changes, but it, but didn't. it hasn't. So does diet have anything to do with your diabetes then? No, not at this moment. Yeah. So what we need to do is figure out what's causing that. Would you agree? Absolutely. A couple questions. Have you ever been tested for your insulin levels? No, never. So that's interesting, isn't it? It's an insulin resistance. They never tested you for insulin. Okay. Would you no. like us to do an insulin test? It's a simple blood test. We can find out if your insulin is really high, it means you're a type 2 resistant. If your insulin is really low, it means you've been misdiagnosed. You actually have type 1 diabetes. Do you okay. even know what kind of diabetes you have? No, they just said that it's like, it's a, like a dull onset, which I think is type 2. I mean, by definition it is, but have you ever been tested to confirm that's the actual diagnosis that you have? Never. So how are you going to solve this if you don't know what's causing it? At the moment, I'm not. That's why I'm reaching out to you. I know. I can feel the frustration. So here's what we could do if you want to. Okay, there's no obligation to do this, but I think we should get your insulin levels tested. We should run a full diabetic panel, which is about nine pages of reports. Okay. So we can find the underlying root cause. And because you called in off the radio, we're going to do it for you at cost. That'd be great. So I can calculate how much these labs are going to cost, and all you have to pay is that. 
Does that sound good? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Okay, so my office manager is going to connect with you. She's going to show you how much it costs. And when your results come in, we're going to meet face-to-face and go over them. Does that sound good? I love it. Thank you, Boom. Dr. Ernst. Do you guys see that? Like, that is not that hard to do. And how no. much did you have to spend for that? Nothing. The free. call was free. So pick up the phone. It's 704-906-2094. And you can get that. That only took us three minutes, just right. so you know. That was super fast. So imagine 15 minutes of yes. that back and forth, right. okay? All right, so um, let's tease this. We got to talk about what is really health and what is it that people are identifying as health. Yes. Okay, so let's first start, okay? A lot of people think this system is health. Yep. Disease management or the management of disease or MDing, you get it? As you like MDing to say. MDing yep. themselves. Yes. Now, this whole system is built in a skewed model because it waits until something shows up that they can feel or see or smell or taste or not like. But the definition of health says it is not that at all. Right. So already by definition, medicine is not health care. It is sickness care. It's to look for a symptom, suppress it, and mask it, and never, ever ask the question of what's causing it. Exactly. Isn't it crazy that you have to wait, supposedly, you have to wait until there's something wrong with you that it can be identified, right? If it can't be yeah. tested or measured, so, oh, you must not be sick anymore. Let's do this. Ready? You're going to be the doctor, and I'm going to be the patient, and I'm going to come to you and just understand the analogy. Hey, doc, uh, my last PSA test, yeah. uh, it was in the normal range. Do okay. I need to do anything about this? Um, no, I mean, if it's within the normal range, that's what's been set out by the medical association set dates that you're good to go. Okay. So I'm going to see you next year and we'll see what the number is. Yeah, that sounds good. We can do an, an I think we would, should do an annual checkup. If you notice anything else that seems off or different, come back and we'll test again. But until that, yeah, you're good. To okay. Go. Year later. Hey doc, it's been great to see you. It's been a year. Uh, my PSA, it still looks like it's in the normal range, but it's gone up two points. Should I be worried? No, it's still normal. So we're not worried just yet. Okay. Come so back to me in a year. Next year? Okay. So next year. Hey doc, uh, it says 5.0 is like, like, and I'm at 4.9. Am I okay? Or should I, should I do something about that? Well, what we can do is because it is, has been rising for the last two years and now it's out of the normal range. It's slightly elevated. We're going to put you on this medication to try to get it lower. Okay. So I just take the med and, yeah, and next year it should, it should go down. Yep. We should see that the PSA levels have lowered because okay. this medication is designed to do that. It's now a year later and ready for this. Uh, it says it's a 6.2. I've been taking the meds for a year. What does that mean? Uh, well, I'm not sure because the medication should have gotten the PSA levels lower. Do you think I need to go to a specialist? Like, isn't there a doctor for prostates? Yeah, you can go see a urologist. I think that would be a great next step, and then they can make the determination if they want to do anything further. So do you see the insanity behind this? So for years, it has been elevating, but until it left that medical range, nothing happens. Right. And was the question ever asked, well, why would this really be happening? What's the underlying issue that's really going on? So no. the treatments themselves have serious side effects. There's no look for the underlying cause, and guess what? It's the patient as a victim, isn't it? Yep. It's always this. You know, it's really not your fault. It's your dad's fault, your dad's dad's fault, or it's your genetics, or it's out of your control. You can't do anything about it, but don't worry. We have something that will help you. That's right. That's right. It basically takes the control out of the patient so the patient feels powerless, and it also goes hand-in-hand with then the patient has to self-identify with, oh, I have this condition, I have this disease, I have this problem, even though that's only going to really in the long run perpetuate the issue from the first place that may not have started out as that issue. And it's because what they identify as is just a symptom. Yes. Okay, diabetes is a symptom, guys. High blood pressure is a symptom. Mm -hmm. High cholesterol is a symptom. But you know how many people we meet that they're like, 
hi, my name is John. I'm a diabetic. And it's like, wait, 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 you're going to profess that over yourself? Right. You're not a diabetic. No. Well, my, 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 my doctor says I am. Right. Well, you must live in disease management then because you're a victim and your doctor views you as separate from the underlying parts. Notice how you, as that analogy, referred me to the specialist for prostates. Yes. But aren't you a doctor? I am, but I don't know how to, what else I would do. I'm just a generalist. And then the tests are designed to only keep you from dying because the ranges of a normal prostate is, are you healthy or do you have cancer potentially? Okay, it's, is it enlarged and is it cancerous or is it normal? Notice it's, there's no like, well, you're here, which is okay, but you're getting a little too high, which is a warning. And now you're at yep. the, the borderline. It's all about, let's just make sure you don't die from right. this. Right. And what's worse is that even to see, you know, in, in PSA levels, if you look at the research are not great at showing anything really like, the, like when you look at the research statistically, PSA levels do not prove that you have no, X or Y condition. You're right. Right, to say it to say it well bluntly. see we know this and, now now right. go back but, to 1960 it was the gold, standard. the gold standard but what i'm getting at is you know it's now being considered normal for it to start to become like a psa level that's being elevated and men above 50 years old is starting to become normal oh it's, it's a normal thing it's part of the aging process that you're going to have this enlarged prostate it's going to lead to these slightly higher elevated psa levels it goes Just take this medication it goes back okay. to this this is becoming normal Right there, guys. Yep. What are you talking about? I don't see anything. I'm listening to the radio. Go to our streams right now. The videos are live. The cameras are on. That is becoming normal. Yep. The change. This the is becoming healthy. Mm -hmm. Just like, well, you know, PSA of four would have been considered abnormal. Well, now they're like, well, everybody's PSA is elevated, so we'll make it a six. Yep. Uh, okay, we've got a minute before a commercial comes up, so I want to do two things. When we come back, we're going to talk about what is real health and real health care. What is the real definition of health and what would real health care look like? And it's going to shock you. It's you being the doctor. That's right. And then number two. Own your, the control you have over your body, over This your is your chance now during our commercial break to do two things. Use those chat windows down there, YouTube and Facebook. Use them. Ask your questions and text right now. Your name and your email to 704-906-2094, 704-906-2094, free consultation call, 15 minutes, let's go deep, figure out what's going on and point you in a direction. Is there an obligation to become a patient? No. Well, is there, there's an even better question. Is there an obligation for you to take control of your own health? Uh, yes. Yes. You've got to figure that out. But do you have to pay us for this? No. No. Look, I've had a lot of people say, hey, the advice you gave me, I didn't even see you face to face and it's changed my life. Yep. I lost this, I got off that, etc. So do it now, 704-906-2094. It's the Ask Dr. Earn Show, we'll be right back. Good afternoon, happy Saturday. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to the Ask Dr. Earn Show. I'm your co-host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, along with Dr. Chris Demzar. That's right. And uh, yep, we did it. We ruffled feathers. We Made some people uncomfortable. Stir. The comments and the private messages and the emails were fun, but yes, you know were. what? Good. That's right. We're talking about do you identify as healthy, even though you're not, because of the way the culture has redefined health today? Yep. Do you follow the management of disease system, MD? 
Or would you like to learn now what is the real definition of health and what would real health care look like? That's right. Absolutely. So there was something I think before the commercial came that you were getting fired up to talk about. Do you remember what it was or should we just dive right in? Oh, you're making me go back in my mind. Yeah, you are. But I want, yes, there was something. Five minutes of commercials is a long time. So let's see if it comes back. Okay. I want to read something. I want to read something. Functional medicine as defined by Wikipedia is a form of alternative medicine, which is how, you know, even us as chiropractors in the functional world, we're looked at that, right? Yeah, Complementary and alternative medicine, CAM. We're seen as the things you go to when medicine doesn't work. Yep. Okay, but hold up, hold up. Um, it's not working. So the top 20 list in the United States, or sorry, in the world, is the U.S. on the top 20 healthy country list? No, nowhere's close. It's not working. We are the fattest country in the entire world. That's right. Americans even give the healthcare system an F. We say it doesn't work. And where was my other one? I had one somewhere else. Anyway, we talked about how both men's and, and women's health magazines are basically all propaganda and lies by the pharmaceutical company and by companies want you to buy their shoes and their teas and all this kind of stuff. It's not healthcare. Wait, you know, I just want to make sure. Oh my gosh. And here's an ad. We didn't even talk about this. In the bottom oh corner, <laughs> it says, can dropping acid ease your anxiety? Are you kidding me, guys? Do you see what I mean about the dumbing down of what healthcare is? Now, ready? Okay. I went to the internet and I typed in functional medicine. And the yes. number one thing that came up was Wikipedia defining what functional medicine is. Now, just in case you guys know, we identify as functional medicine doctors. We are functionally based. We look for the cause. We figure out where your dysfunction is. We support those dysfunctional systems and your body heals by itself. Yes. According to Wikipedia, which of course is where people now find a lot of information, it's alternative, meaning it is against conventional. We'll talk about that in a second. Now listen, ready? This is where it gets really good is unproven and disproven in methods and treatments. And they have three little subscripts next to that. The proponents. So do you have proponents for something that's usually, you know, can seen as a conspiracy, conspiracy theory, theory Yes. So Not the proponents true, claim, notice the subtle yes, undertones. That's right. That they focus on the root cause. Really? We don't claim that. That's what we do. That's what's happening. Of disease based upon interactions with the environment of the gastrointestinal endocrine and immune system. Did they you hear what they the just said? One. Gut and hormones and immunity. So they miss the nerve system, which is fine, to develop individual treatment plans. They're saying that medicine is not individualized, which it isn't. And it's described as pseudoscience quackery and is an essence of rebranding of the complementary and alternative medicine. So they're trying to say, hey, we don't like being called CAMs. Right. So call us functional medicine doctors well, instead. And, and so... We've talked about this before, but we want to separate ourselves from medicine. We are not medicine, right? How often do you go and, you know, people might ask, are you a functional medicine practitioner? Well, yes, but like when you really get to know us, we are integrative health specialists. Yep. Yep. Now listen though, watch this. In the United States, functional medicine practices have been ruled ineligible for CEU credits. What they're trying to say is because the concerns of the care may be harmful. Right. We don't want doctors learning this stuff called functional, so we're not going to credit them for their extracurricular learning. And then watch this. It says 
that Dr. Mark Hyman is the leading proponent of functional medicine. So they're even tagging now physicians, physicians who have been yep. MDs that have said sayonara management right. of disease. Right. We're going over there to what works functional. Yes. Now, could you take a moment and describe to them the difference between going to a medical doctor, a manager of disease, and a functional doctor, someone who helps that person to heal? What's the difference? Yeah. Yep. So a, a couple of big, big, big ones that I want to highlight. And so the first thing, it has to come down to when you're going to see and why you're going to see the practitioner. If you're going to see a conventional medical doctor, conventional manager of disease, you're doing that because there's some sort of symptom that's popped up, right? So now you're feeling like, oh, there's something wrong with me. I need to go figure out what that is. And so that makes it a very diseased-focused model versus when you go and see a functional medicine or an integrative health specialist, I have trouble even saying that I'm, I'm a part of medicine because I do like to separate myself from it. But you would say that we are health-focused practitioners and even more importantly, we're patient-focused, right? We don't, we're not worried about going, oh my gosh, you need to listen to what we're telling you to do. It's we give you a blueprint you have to then take charge and you have to be the director of your own health. Yeah, we talked about this the other day with our doctors in training, right? We said, hey, listen, the first thing you need to do is establish a goal that is specific to what the patient wants. So yes. for example, hey, what do you want? Well, I want to do this. Okay, so then we need to set that as an immediate goal. Now that you have that, what do we do next? Let's set the midterm goal, something that you might achieve in the next six months or so. Then what do you want after that? Okay, so you you no longer have headaches. You've lost 40 pounds. Now what? Well, I want to be able to like, you know, travel without having anxiety and worrying about my finances. Mm, Guess yes. what, man? We're going to work on that too because it's not just about your pain and your infirmity. Remember, the true definition of health, physical, mental, social, spiritual, all of those being well wellness in all areas well and notice how the internet will leave out the spiritual part but that's of course a, that's a conversation a whole other conversation for another point which is why we're doing this as a series yes. so our next shows are going to then break down okay if it's physical mental spiritual and well-being what are those and what do those look like because listen the word health has been kind of like uh watered down yep watered i have down, healthy bastardized. finances well, really yeah. But see, the word healthy, it, it's, it's subjective unless you become someone who studies what it actually is. Yes. And so this is, the, why, this is why there's such a big difference between they think health is right. and we think health is. Because conventionally, you might think that being healthy means that you're just symptom-free. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that once the symptom goes away, you just magically are the healthiest version of yourself? Look, I have no symptoms, yet I know there's areas of my health I need to improve in. Absolutely. And that's where... The, it's not about being symptom free. It's about resolving the root cause. Yes. And so Dr. Ernst, once you've resolved the root cause, does that mean that you are now the healthiest version of yourself? You're healthier than you were before. The, the ultimate question is there can be multiple root causes. So once you remove a root cause, your body will heal by itself. So your level of health just went. Now watch this. Ready? Am I healthy yet? Again, it's based on the definition. So right. let's give Very them relative. the real definition of health, not the World Health Organization's definition. Here it comes. Ready? Health is when you have 100% function of every system inside of your body optimized and performing at its best at what we can currently test. Yes. Now, why is that so important? If our testing skills get better, yep. someone who used to be healthy may not be healthy anymore. That's right. We may be able to say, oh my gosh, no. Why do we this. check every system? Because the function of each system would then be determined by 
how good those systems are working and that is testable. Can we test digestive system health? Yes. Can we test respiratory health? Yes. Of can course. we test cardiovascular health? Yes. Can we test neurological health? Of course. Can we test That's your our bread and butter? Can we test your skin health? Of course. So if every system in your body was at a hundred percent function, then you would be healthy. healthy based upon how we can test those systems now. Yep. Because I guarantee you in 2060, there's going to be a new test that we can check something we didn't even know existed. And if you fail that test, you're now no longer healthy. Exactly. Oh, function over feeling function over symptoms. That's why functional medicine is termed functional because it's how are you doing in those key systems. Yep. And function over symptoms. Just because a symptom resolves itself doesn't mean that the function has changed or the function is optimized for the better. Yes. So, well, well let me, a lot of times there may be a symptom that's resolved itself, but the underlying functional issue is now worse. Yeah, so watch, ready? You, you've just if, masked if the my, issue. If my test is the amount of dust in a house. I can go in and sweep all that dust under a rug. I like it. And now I the, like it. the house is dust free, but that rug has a pile of crud underneath it. Now, that's gonna breed disease as mites and ants and things go eat that skin tissue and, and all this stuff, right? Because right. dust right. basically, just in case you guys don't know this, it is the fluffing off of skin, skin tissue and hair and particles in the air, etc. So I drop all that stuff down to, and I sweep it under a rug. Can't see it. Doesn't exist. Or does it? Well, we know that it does. Now, medically, that house is clean, but functionally, it is a royal mess because we could say like, hey, have you looked under? No, no, don't, don't open that closet. That's right. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. That's where I keep all my secrets. Well, we, we need to get those out. We need to clean this. We yeah. need to get like, we need to expose the cause mm -hmm. and then recognize the uniqueness of each individual. Look, I'm here to tell you, you wanna talk about what we now know today? If you're an MTHFR double mutation, you're gonna be harder to take care of than if I'm an MTHFR single, single. mutation. And right. if you're like, what the heck is he even talking about? You gotta learn, guys. There are detox enzymes in your body that can be deficient because of a mutation, and if those are mutated, you need supports in order for that to work. Now think of it this way too. Every spine is unique. Yes. There are some people that have six lumbars and some that only have five. There are some right. people that have transitional segments. There are some people that have one less rib than others. There are some people that have an angulation to their neck and their back that other people don't have. That's right. So it has to be recognized as a biologically unique treatment plan because you are the only you on this planet. Just so that. you know, you're that. the only you. There is no other you than you. And because of that, we have to test you like you are. Now, the bigger difference is we're all about doing what? Yep. We are all about being proactive to help prevent health conditions in the future. Instead of reactive. Yes. So guys, health is prevention of a disease rather than waiting until you have it. Health is synergistically approaching. Look at all systems as one whole and coming up with a method of making you perfect in all area. Yeah. And health is the long-term restoration of always oh. looking to be healthier. It's not about just managing it and saying, oh, I'll just, you know, I'm, I know I'm not my best, but at least I'm symptom free and just maintaining that for a lifetime. It's all about saying, what's the next step? What's the next level? How do I continue to improve 
how healthy I can become. So let, let's use an analogy that they might understand. You know, I think the show before us is either a financial show or it's like an electric show or it's something. Okay. So let's just pretend it's, it's one of the finance shows yep, here same. on WBT. Okay. So Dr. Chris, uh, I just finished this like six year investment program and I now have $2 million Ooh, as a net worth. I'm done. I'm not going to do anything else. And I'm going to just, I'm going to ride this 2 million the rest of my life. That's not a lot anymore. Uh, of course not. So, um, I just finished this six month or six year program. I have $2 million net worth. Yep. What next? That's healthy. Yes. Do you guys see it? So I just got off all my medications. What's next? I just fixed my BMI, my relationship of body fat, water. What's next? I just got my biological age to be five years younger than my chronological age. What's next? Shoot for six. What's next? Shoot for 10. What's next? Shoot for 20. Do you guys see it? Health is a never ending achievable goal that you should get to. You can achieve it, but as soon as you get it, you're no longer healthy. That's right. That's right. There's always a next step. And so like speaking from the chiropractic side of things too, especially it's, I just got rid of this issue. Okay. Well, what's next? Because that issue isn't related to the function of what's going on. When we talk about your nervous system, when we talk about your spine, we talk about what actually keeps your body healthy. So why is, uh, why is America being rated as a big fat F according to the population today? Right? So here it was. And look, this was September 12th, 2022. America themselves Americans give our healthcare system an F. You know what it is? It's because it's a long-term reliance on medications. Yes. So watch, ready? So I have this diagnosis. Yes, I'm gonna take this medication. Yes, for how long? Forever. And you're gonna have to do it forever and it's never gonna change. Notice the difference in functional healthcare. We're like, okay, better and better and better and better and better. And medicine says the same thing and the same thing and the same thing and the same thing. Now, I don't know if we shared this did we talk about when medicine was founded and everything? No, we didn't. Oh my okay. gosh. Share this with them if you would, because yes. this is going to blow your mind. And while Dr. Chris is pulling up resources for this, pick up the phone right now. If you need help with something, if you have a health issue that you're struggling with, it could be something simple like neck pain and back pain and headaches. It could be something more complicated like Crohn's, irritable bowel, IBS, IBD. It could be even more complicated, autoimmune thyroid, diabetes, cardiovascular disease. We're offering free consultations with the physicians in our group that match the level of your need. And it's free right now. 704-906-2094. It's a call for 15 minutes to investigate the cause. 704-906-2094. Text your name and your email now and then wait till you hear what, what we have to say here. Oh my gosh. It's going to change your, mind your viewpoint. Blowing. Okay, and I just want to preface this too with when do you guys think chiropractic was founded? The end of the 1800s, right? The end of the 19th century, 1895. But and chiropractic is seen as this, you know, like quackery, right, fake voodoo, medicine right. that's only been around for such a short period of time. 120 years. How can years. they know what they're talking about? Medicine's been around forever right. or has that, it? And, you know, we think about Hippocrates being the father of medicine and whatnot. But then when was the first MD degree, the actual degree given in the United States? Any ideas? This is 1723. And it wasn't even to an, like from a from a, a student that went through an American institution and got a medical degree. No. It was just handed to a, a doctor that had immigrated. Surgeon in a, London. Yeah, a surgeon in London. No, no, no immigrant, not even a United States citizen. Oh, they just gave it to the they guy They just gave it to him. That is wild. Unregul. Well, you gotta remember, 1723. Right. No regulations. No regulations, no boards. It was just, oh, you get an MD. Yes. Yale, and he never went to it. Wow. 
Okay, and so then we're gonna fast forward only 50 years to 1770 is when the first American medical degree was actually given out, and that was by Columbia University. And it was only a two-year program, and it was literally just studying like simple things, yes. anatomy, and like that was about it. Right, probably like basic surgery with the saws and the other uh -huh. things that they had back then. So then you, we, you guys hear about like you know medicine is this, now this highly regulated. Uh, uh, there's this, this American Medical well Association board. It's very researched. well established. Endless amounts of research and resources and money and you name it, they've got it. And it's the law of the land. Well, socially it may be, but we know that it's not, right? When do you guys think the AMA was founded? Not until 1847. Which sounds like forever ago. Right. But, but how many years ago? That's is only that? 175 years ago. So, whoa, 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 whoa. The American Medical Association that was founded to say we're going to standardize this thing called medicine that had been bastardized yes, for hundreds, hundreds of, years, of years, 1847. Mm -hmm. Chiropractic, 1898, 95, 98, somewhere in that range. Yep. So only like, what, 30, 40 years difference? That's right. Now, here's what happened. As these professions of healing started to grow, medicine was like, hey, we want to be the premier, so we have to shut down all the rest of them. And the challenge is now today, who's winning number-wise? How many oh. doctors are there in the U.S. today? Yeah, so the, medically, there's over a million medical doctors in the United States. And they're highly concentrated in areas like California and New York, specifically New York City, right? There's a lot of medical providers So hold up, there. hold up, though. We got a million medical doctors. Yes. And we have how many people? 350 like million. Close to 400 something. million. Are we at 400? So, well, somewhere I, in that well, range. We're, I think we're heading that direction. So we have 380 to 90 million people yes. and we have 1 million medical doctors. Right. And we're failing miserably. Failing. That's that's one doctor for every four people. Yes. You want to do that ratio. Yep. But yet everybody is so unhealthy these days. And a doctor, a medical doctor only has to take care of four now watch patients. This. How many holistic physicians yeah. are there? Yeah, less than 6,000. That so that's almost 200 times less Holistic practitioners. So the very people who could help you to become healthy, to lose weight, to get off your medications, to break out of this model, to get you on the top 20 list, not just our country, but to get you on here, we have like none of them. That's right. Now, let's jump to your profession, chiropractic, my profession, right? Yep. There are approximately 75,000 chiropractors in the United States. Right. So there's more than the natural holistic physicians, but even still it's 14 times less. And here's what's crazy guys. The results found in the functional practices and the chiropractic practices, they outpace medicine yes. by 10 million thousand hundred gajillion times. Yes. It is not uncommon for people in our clinic to come in and say, Hey, after six months, I'm off all my meds and I've lost 55 pounds. I was doing the medical thing for 25 years. What do we need to do guys? We need to identify with the right kinds of health. Stop identifying with this. This is not health. Turn to the page. This is not health. Look at the models and the actresses. Go to the, look at that. Okay. This, this is not health. Yeah. That, that is not health. Okay. The obese models that are in the, the grocery stores or not the grocery stores, in the clothing stores. And you got that, the triple plus models guys, we're, we're just, we're dumbing down the word health to be like, Oh, you think you're healthy? Okay. You're healthy. You need five XL yoga pants. We now make those. Right. I'm sorry. I know I'm going to rub feathers. You must identify with what real health is. If you want to survive 
That's right. In the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Yep. And don't let health be this social construct where it's just the image that's going to change every 20, 30, 40 years, every couple of generations. It's not about the image on the outside. It's about what's going on on the inside. And that's unique and specific to each one of you. If you're not determined to figure out what that is, there's no possible way you'll ever know if you're truly healthy Speaking of the image, you know what's coming to my mind? So I saw this post once on Facebook and Instagram. In the 1950s, the number of people that had tattoos were like less than 1%. Yep. And now we are 2022. I think it's less than 1% that are untattooed. This is what we mean by the images are changing, right? People now, it's acceptable norm to have tattoos all over your body. They're unhealthy, guys. It's physically made out of lead that you're poking into your skin. It's going to toxify your body. The obesity. Oh, heaven forbid I should say, you know what? You're obese. What? I feel offended by that statement. I am healthy. They're just merging it and making it up as they go as to what healthy is. Guess what it is right now? If you're not vaccinated, you're not healthy. That's right. I said it, but we're going to talk about this week after week after week of what is real health. What are the systems you need to pay attention to? How do you know if you're healthy? How do you improve your health? And it's not following the norms of social and even medical health. Nope. This is your last chance. Oh, you have something to say? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, following the norms of social health. That's why in our field as chiropractors, there are a lot of people that fought in the 90s really hard to be able to separate and make chiropractic and make the functional healing space distinct and different from medicine. Yeah. And so for I that reason, I'm going to keep fighting to keep that. You know, we always that. get this. They're not real doctors. I don't want to be that kind of doctor. doctor. They're failing miserably. Yep. We want to be the alternatives. 704-906-2094. Your chance today to get that free consultation with Dr. Chris, myself, or our team. But you have to do it now. 704-906-2094. It's the Dr. Turner Show. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Adios.